Hey guys, it's Jamie Scrimger here, second wife, stepmom of three, and mom of one. And you're listening to my podcast, where we talk about all things motherhood, stepmotherhood, and living a kick-ass life. If you're ready for raw and real conversations and are striving to live your very best life, then you are in the right place. Every week, I'll provide you with tips and strategies and mindset shifts to inspire you to live your own version of a kick-ass life. We'll bring you along as I create my own. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. So this week, I'm excited to bring you a chat with me and my good friend, Natasha Bell. Natasha is a proud homemaker. She is a health seeker, a hockey wife, and a mama, and a founder and CEO of both a wellness company and her proudly Canadian hockey clothing company, Little Ice Tribe, which you actually will probably be familiar with if you follow me on Instagram because I wear her hoodies and her t-shirts often, especially during hockey season. Now, from entrepreneurship to motherhood to self-care, Natasha juggles a lot, but she does it with grace and gratitude. She honestly, guys, is such a light, and I am so happy to be able to call her my friend. Now, in this episode, we dive into motherhood and juggling all the things, setting boundaries, making good use of your time, and our belief in balance and the ability to have it all. Now, I do need to tell you, we are recording this during the COVID-19 pandemic, and things are a little crazy for both of us. Natasha is recording this in her husband's shop because it's the only place she can get some peace and quiet, and I am recording it in my pajamas after running around my house like a crazy person, cleaning up, and well, honestly, cleaning up a whole lot of dog puke. Like every, like shit is just hitting the fan around here. The internet was also a little choppy during our virtual recording, but honestly, that's like anything in life and entrepreneurship and motherhood. You just gotta do what you can do and make do with what you have. Now, if when you're listening to this episode, you like what you hear, you get some good tidbits and you want to share it out on social media, we would be so grateful if you could do that. So take a screenshot, share it out on your Instagram stories, tag at Jamie Scrimger at NatashaBell.co. We want to say hi. We want to see who's listening and we want to thank you for helping us spread the word. All right, let's dive in. Natasha, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Jamie. Yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you. I feel like this has been a long time coming. We've been saying, we need to get you on the podcast. And, you know, here we are making it happen in crazy, crazy times. Agreed. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I was, you know, and I was actually just kind of laughing um, when we were talking before. I'm like, you're in a garage right now. Um, with, you know, trying to just make it work, right? Like everyone's working from home. We're in the midst of COVID and like all the things. So it's actually really fitting what we're going to talk about today on this podcast, just like making it all work. Right. Like I think the theme has just been adapting and it's a greater kind of metaphor, I guess, to life. And I just, the perspective that this has given me and exactly like I'm down in my husband's man cave right now, (laughs) just trying to get away from our kids um, and all the noise that's at our house. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting times and I'm just so excited we could arrange this. Yeah, for sure. All right. So for those who aren't familiar, tell us about yourself and give us the lowdown. Okay. So um, I'm a wife and I'm a mom. I have three kids that are 
uh, eight, six, and three. So life is obviously super full, um, but wonderful. I'm also a multi-passionate entrepreneur. So I've been in the entrepreneurship space for about nine years now. I have two companies. Uh, the first is NatashaBell.com, and it's my wellness company. So I, uh, I originally went to school many eons ago now, it seems like, but for broadcast journalism. And that was where I first began my work career. And then shortly after I met my husband and at the time he was a professional hockey player. And as we got to know each other and we moved in together and I started traveling with him, it became apparent that, you know, working at a radio station or a TV station wasn't really in the cards for me. So I was given the opportunity and I'm just so grateful for it because 12 years ago I got to decide what I wanted to go back to school for. So we were in Toronto at the time and I um, ended up going into natural nutrition. So I went to school to become a registered holistic nutritionist and it was completely life-changing. I mean, obviously the, the world that he was living in health was, you know, obviously so important for his work. And I had always loved sports and food. And I grew up in the country. Like I'm, I grew up just outside of Stratford. Um, and that's how obviously I know you, but I had kind of lost touch with that. So I went back to school and at the time then we ended up going overseas to Switzerland where his job took him. And at the time, I, you know, I had graduated and I was just like, what am I going to do with my work? How does this work? So I started following other people's blogs and I thought to myself, well, you know, we're living on the other side of the world. Maybe I could start a blog and maybe some of my friends, I could be their health coach, you know? So I kind of started there. So it just has kind of, you know, obviously snowballed. I know we're going to kind of get into entrepreneurship and chatting a bit more about that, but it just became this lifelong journey to better health. And my biggest passion, what I'm learning over the last nine years is really to support women as they bring awareness and intention into their health and how they show up for themselves and their family every single day. Um, and you know, we've, we've had three kids in the process. My husband has now retired um, from hockey. In the meantime, I also started a hockey inspired clothing company with one of my best friends, uh, almost five years ago called little ice tribe. And so, you know, there's a lot on the go. We're kind of doing a renovation right now. That's been gone going for a couple of years on our country property. Um, so I'm just, you know, I'm so grateful to have this simple life in the country to have an amazing life partner and my kids and also just work that really lights me up. So life is full and wonderful, but I'm just, yeah, I'm just grateful where I'm at right now. Yeah. And you know, I will say you are just such a positive person too, right? Like gratitude is just something that is just so ingrained in you. And, you know, there's a lot you could say if you wanted to be more negative, right? If you wanted to be like, oh my gosh, I have so much going on. I don't know how I'm going to do it all. You know, my husband's sometimes on the road. You're on your own. You've got like just a lot, but <laughs> you always choose to go the grateful route, which I think is so important and, and something that we, it's really easy to lose, lose touch with, if you will. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And you know what? I really like, thank you for being so sweet. And I think I want people to know it hasn't always been that way necessarily. Like I've definitely brought awareness into that. And that's just part of the journey that I've been on is, um, awareness. But I also just think we do have a choice every single day, what our lens is going to be and the perspective we're going to bring to things. So it's funny. Cause yeah, over the last 
um, you know, the, the four years we were traveling with two of our kids and making cross Atlantic trips every single year. And, you know, I was trying to do my work on the side and support my husband. I always had people say like, how do you, you know, how do you do that? And, and how are you? And, but I, you know what, I've never really known anything different since I've been with my husband. Our life is always, you know, kind of flying by the seat of our pants and all, you know, there's no such thing as balance, I guess, is what I would say is like, it's the perspective and the lens that you bring into it. And I just, I I don't know, we feel committed that we just always figure stuff out. You know, like I think when you take action in your life, no matter what way that is, whether, you know, in the health coaching, I do supporting people as they bring intentional health changes into their home or life is full of ebbs and flows and it's never perfect. But I think if we can just honestly, exactly be grateful um, savor those mini moments and bring perspective to like the big picture at times, it really helps you deal with the hard stuff as it comes. Yeah. And that's a choice, right? Like you, you choose that every day. I've been at your house, you know, we were doing a work session a couple weeks ago and your kids are really busy, just like everyone's <laughs> kids, right? Like you're trying to work and there's like, you know, a child on your lap and then there's like kids on rollerblades behind you. And like, it's not just this, you know, serene environment where everyone is like living this like healthy, balanced, blissful life. Like it's real, real stuff over there too. Right. But it does go back to choosing every day. Like what, what lens are you going to look at this from? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's the reality too, that like some days are better than other days. And we do have hundreds of choices every single day. I mean, I think one of the biggest things that's come out of all of this COVID and being at home, I mean, my husband's been grounded with his work. So we're both trying to work out of similar workspaces. The kids are busy. There's the renovation that we're running. And I just, you know, we, (laughs) at the end of the day, laugh, cry sometimes, you know, you're just like, well, that was a doozy of a day, but like every day there's an opportunity or you have, um, you know, you can create moments in your day where you can like stop. You know, I do that to myself. Sometimes I give myself a timeout and I just have to go into my bedroom or make a tea or, you know, grab an oil or a book or something or a podcast just to like switch the vibe of the day because you can go in this downward spiral and then start blaming and complaining and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, what does that achieve? Right. Yeah, no, and because it's just going to spiral and make, if you have those negative thoughts, like you can have them, but just don't, I always say like, don't pack up and stay there because, you know, you miss a lot of the really great things that are happening in those blissful moments, um, like amidst the chaos. Agreed, agreed. And I think, you know, just being on the same page as my husband always helps, you know, communication with each other or having a solid group of people around you, you know, in this time, I'm so grateful for my girlfriends and extended community of women around me. Like, you know, we just jump onto Marco Polo and talk about our day. If you don't know Marco Polo, I get it. Cause it's so helpful to have when life is happening, you know, just having faith and a belief that life is happening for us. Like I just really hold on tight to those ideas. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. And I'm so on the same page with that. It's like, so, but you do, so you have a lot on your plate, you have the kids, you have your businesses, your husband and all that. Like, so we've said balance doesn't exist. We, we both, I think are very, um, vocal about that, but you know, what are your tips for getting it all done or managing all of the things? You know what? I think one of the first things, well, there's a lot of things that come to mind when you ask, I think it is really obviously having a strong mindset um, and communication with whoever you're doing this with is really important. I'm so grateful to have such a solid, since we've moved home full time to have like an amazing village around me of family and friends, 
obviously now we can't lean on them as much, but also, you know, I've also had to ask for help, hire help and be okay with it. Cause I think sometimes that like, I'm a three on the Enneagram and I, you know, I just, I go, go, go. And I, I want to achieve and I want to do, and I've really had to check myself at times too to bring perspective to what matters. It is my kids. It is my husband. It is like creating balance in our home as much as I can. So setting more realistic, even goals, for example, in my work, I've had to sometimes check in with myself. Cause I'm like, what am I pushing for? You know, like it's a journey. It really it sounds so cliche, but it's not the destination. We all have goals, but it's like half of life is just enjoying the ride of getting there. And like, once you hit that goal, you're going to set another one anyway. So for myself, that really means like stop being hard on myself sometimes when I set maybe more unrealistic expectations. So I feel like that's always a work in progress. I mean, obviously pouring into my health is really important for me and my family. And I really do think that life is full for everybody. And if you don't take care of yourself, like how are you going to show up in this world? You won't be able to in the way that you could. So, um, you know, bringing kind of rituals and routines into our home is really important for me and my husband setting boundaries. I don't know how you feel about this, Jamie too, but like setting boundaries for me has been something I've been trying to get more clear on over the last couple of years and realizing that they're necessary. I can't say yes to everything. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, I have felt the burnt out at times, whether it was through kind of motherhood or work or whatever it is, but I just remind myself sometimes like there's no award at the end of the day for doing it alone or killing yourself in the process. So like, you know, balance maybe isn't the thing, but finding harmony with going through the ebbs and flows of each day and, and trying to stay as present as possible. Yeah, for sure. I was, I was reading some Marie Forleo's Everything is Figure Outable book. And mm -hmm. she said, before you say yes, like pay attention to how your body feels. Like when someone asks you something or you're given an opportunity, your body tells you kind of instantly whether that feels right or not. And to really pay attention to that. And that has been huge for me in saying no and setting those boundaries because I think, you know, you and I were both the same at the beginning. We just said yes to all the things, right? Like, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. And that's when you get burnt out and you lose sight of what's actually important and what's your mission and like, why are you doing this? And I think sometimes, especially with entrepreneurship and, you know, things that we're both doing, it's like sometimes when you're so deep in it and you're like, I need to do this, I need to do more you lose sight of why you're doing it in the first place. And it's so that you can have that freedom and that ability to be there with your family and, and stuff. And it's easy to lose sight of that. Oh my gosh, I could not agree more with you. And I think again, in the time we're in right now, I would just say like, we've been forced into figuring out what's essential. Like we can only do so much. And I think, I don't know how you're feeling, but it was necessary. Cause I think I'm with you. I was, you know, kind of on this, this space of, yes, you want to say yes to opportunity or to things and, and try things out and see what doesn't work and fail forward and all that stuff. But there does come a point where you have to set those energetic boundaries. Um, and I think what I've learned from this experience so far is also that I don't want my family or my husband to get the worst of me at the end of the day when I show up and I'm tired or I feel like I didn't accomplish enough. Um, and so I've really been getting more clear with what is it that I want to do? And I agree, like your body does tell you those things if you give it the chance to slow down and to listen. And I think sometimes we're just maybe stuck on these ideals of 
who other people think we should be, or we, you know, maybe you follow certain people on social media and, and you naturally, maybe not even intentionally start moving and trying to do the things that they're doing when that's not you, that's not your story. That's not your journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this time just, yeah, kind of stopping, reassessing and realizing that pivoting is essential and it, you can do whatever you want, right? Like we are in control. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's funny you said that because I was listening to a podcast yesterday of someone I really admire and I, you know, I listen to her and I follow her and she was talking about how she doesn't hire help and she doesn't want to outsource things because she wants to be that mom and she wants to, you know, do all of the things and run the business and that's important to her. And for a moment I felt guilty because I will, you know, we do have a house cleaner. We have someone come in and she helps clean the house and I'm hiring help with my business so that I can be more present with my family. And, you know, there are times when I will outsource food and things like that whenever I can so that I can protect my yeses and just, you know, decide where I want to put my time and energy. And I know you do that too. You're like, okay, if I can outsource something and free up some time so that I can spend it doing what I really love and like really what is my time worth? That made me feel bad though. And it's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else thinks you should do or what's the right thing, right way to manage your family. And it's like, no, 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 no. I'm better when I outsource. (laughs) I guess that works better for me, right? Oh my gosh, absolutely. And I think it is easy. And I think if we all just have a little more of like a critical thinking filter on and not just accepting everything as truth for us, I think that would go a long way. And I'm trying to get better at that myself too. When you, cause I, I too, I love being inspired by other people in various, you know, aspects of my life, especially business, but you do have to check it too. And just see like, is this for me? Is this not for me? What feels right for my family? What works for us? And just trust that you're doing what is best for yourself. And then again, pivot if it's not working, try new things once in a while. But I agree. It's like, everybody is on such a unique journey that it, we really need to be better at not taking on other people's stories as our own. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I was watching Instagram stories the other day and you were talking about promises that we make to ourselves and how we say, okay, I'm going to do this workout today, or I'm going to do this tomorrow. And then when we tell other people that we're going to do things for them, we show up and we do it and we, you know, we are, we stay true to our word, but then we are the first to break promises to ourselves. Like, can you unpack that a bit for me? Cause was, was that based on the time that we're in right now? Or, or was it, what are you thinking when you're, when you're saying stuff like that? Oh my gosh. Okay. So what you're talking about is this like movement accountability I'm doing with some of my best girlfriends. And it really came out very like organically. We were all kind of chatting on WhatsApp and some of us are really trying to get clear on making movement a part of our everyday life. Like, again, it was always such a huge part of my life before kids and with my, my daughter. And then like, I don't know, life happened. I, I feel like I lost that part of, of me. And so, you know, you, I would set the goal and I'd start and then something would happen. I'd left, let myself off the hook. But when my girlfriends brought this up, all of a sudden this like committed decision to show up for myself and my girlfriends. And apparently I think it's even more for my girlfriends to keep them accountable to has changed everything. And I laugh. And then at the same time, I'm like, why didn't we do this sooner? So we've just been checking in on each other. Like we sent a sweaty selfie and we just said like kind of what we did, we made it very kind of low key, but I think as women and as moms, we are so notorious of doing this. We do everything for everyone else oftentimes. And then we let our, we take on too much and then there's not anything left for ourselves. And we let ourselves off the hook too far too easy. So 
I would just say like, I don't know exactly why we do that. I don't know the psychology behind it. But what I will say is that if you have a goal on your heart, if it's health related or otherwise, like choose one thing, find some accountability. Like maybe that's your girlfriend, maybe it's your partner, you know, hire a coach, find a community to support you and, and go after it one day at a time. And I really do feel that like taking action creates that confidence that you keep going. And again, you know, getting back to being a mom and a wife and an entrepreneur and wearing different hats or a volunteer, whatever, you know, that your life might look like. I think if we showed up and treated and talked to ourselves like we would to our girlfriend or to our daughter and, and really put the energy into it, creating the boundaries to make it happen. Like you would, you would be shocked at what you are capable of and what's possible for you. And I just, I mean, I would love for anyone to like, just take on one thing and really commit to it, but really get committed to how you're going to stay accountable and keep yourself accountable because it goes a long way. And I know I've loved watching you and Abby doing your running. Like that's been so inspiring as well too. And I, I think you could probably say the same thing. Accountability is a huge piece of, you know, growth, personal development. Oh yeah, for sure. And I love what you're saying because, you know, I've heard other people say this. It's like, well, we need to keep promises to ourselves just like we keep promises to other people. And yes, for sure. But you're right. There is this psychology behind it as moms, all of a sudden we, just don't, right? It's really easy to say, I'm always going to do this for myself. But I think that a lot of us struggle with that because you're right, there isn't a lot left at the end of the day. So having that person to be accountable with or that sense of community, like for me, I've barely ran since, you know, COVID, right? But I ran all the time with Abby, right? Because we were keeping each other accountable. So I've had to switch up how I'm doing things and find a different way to stay accountable to myself. But just having a person or a group or or someone to connect with in it, I think that is important. Instead of just making that unrealistic expectation that you're never going to break a promise to yourself. Because I don't know. I think as moms, we just do, right? And you know what, Jamie, one more thing I would add to that is that I think, again, one of the biggest downloads I've had from this experience, we're on, well, at the time of this recording, we're on day 20 of 21, and we're going to keep it going. But I just really had to release this idea or this picture in my mind of what my perfect setup was going to be. Like there's never a perfect time to go down and work out when there's three kids in your house. As much Mm -hmm. as I try, like it just doesn't work. So you know what? I put my headphones on, I bring them down or they just show up in the gym with me. And I just, I go through it. Like I used to think, well, I have to get them to school and I'll do work and then I'll, you know, take a break midday and whatever. But now I'm like, I just need to get it in. So again, whatever it is that your goal might be just recognizing it's the small and consistent actions every single day that add up that are going to give you closer to the results that you're desiring. Like whatever that vision or that goal in your heart is, you have to take committed action. No, I totally agree because like I did a workout the other day in my kitchen with my dishes around me and Reese was eating cereal and I had headphones on and she was watching a TV show where I would have never done that before, right? So I do think actually COVID, when we, we talk about the silver linings, like one of the silver linings of COVID has been that you, you have to just get creative and just get it done, right? Like nothing is perfect right now. Everyone is just juggling all the things. I agree. I hope we can all take that moving forward. You know, like I think it, it is, it's that idea that there is no perfect setup. There's no perfect time to do whatever the thing is for you. Uh, but it's like, it is, it's that commitment 
probably a little ounce of, you know, accountability from somebody, but just taking a little bit, like a small step forward every single day makes a huge, huge difference, or at least that's what I'm feeling. Yeah. And you know what I'm actually thinking back to, like the fact that you're sitting in your husband's man cave garage right now, like recording this podcast, right? Like that's not the perfect podcast setup. That's not how you envisioned doing, you know, podcasts or interviews and your entrepreneurship journey. But it's like, it, it doesn't look the way that we think it's going to look. Nothing does. I totally agree. And I think when you, again, it's easy to have those ideas of how exactly what other, you know, maybe what other people do or what their setup is or whatever, like it would be easy to get into your head. But when you just accept that your journey is your journey and just to do your best to stop comparing to other people, I mean, you know, we all do it for sure. We all do it. But if you can just own it, like just own what's going on, take it all in stride. You know, I really do think that is where the, those mini moments and like that, that beautiful part of what life is all about happens. Yes. So knowing you personally, you are definitely one of the moms who looks like they have it all together. And you know what? I will say, I know there's people who think the same of me and I always laugh when people will say something like that to me. And you know, as I get to know you, I know you don't have it all together all the time either. But so what would you say to someone who has that opinion? Oh my gosh. I mean, I, again, I'm sure there are people I love to follow and I think the same things, right. But the more I work with my clients or, you know, talk to other women in business and surround myself with people that I really look up to, you guys, we're all in the same boat. Like there is no perfect picture. There is like, like life happens in every single household. And, and it is hard on social media to show all the parts of it. You know, like I think as, as conscious and aware as we are, and we try to show real life, like I am not going to show you my kid freaking out or me yelling at my kids or me, like it's not going to happen. So I think just that understanding that the grass is not greener, the grass mm-hmm. is not greener on the other side. Like life is it's the same stuff going on. And again, I feel super grateful to be able to have honest conversations with some of my girlfriends who I've been friends with since elementary school and high school, and there's no drama and we're very real life. And I have those sounding boards with people where I'm just reminded that we are literally all in this together. So, you know, I just remind yourself that everyone has hard days. Um, we all doubt ourselves as a mom and a wife and, you know, even maybe in the work that you do. So, I think just realizing and bringing that awareness again is a bit of a filter when you're consuming what other people are doing, whenever, when you're watching what other people are doing in the world, just remember it's not, that's not all parts of their life. Mm-hmm. No, totally. And I think what's also something that I've started to realize is that like, you know, there may be areas where you do have it all together, where you're really on top of things. You know, you come to the arena with the healthy snacks, like you are the mom with the healthy snacks in your bag. <laughs> Um, you, you know, when I come to your house, there's typically a a platter of fruit out for the kids. That's an area where you do thrive, but then there's areas where I really thrive and maybe you're like, oh my God, I don't do that. Or I can't do that. And I think as moms, we also have to keep that in mind because there's, we all have different strengths and we all have different values and where we decide to put our energy first. I totally agree. Like we all have our own strengths. And I think at the end of the day, we could all be a little less judgmental towards ourselves and to others and just accept that like what goes on your world is, is great. And what goes on my world, I'm doing the best that I can. So I think if we could all have a little bit more of a filter and not have that judgment, just accept it for what it is, um, that we would have a lot less guilt associated with those things. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You own your strength. I'll own mine. And we're all like a hot mess in a different way. <laughs> exactly. So what are your top life hacks for moms who are always on the go with kids and work and all things motherhood? Like, cause there are a lot of balls in the air over there. There, there are. And you know what, I, again, I'm going to bring it back to having some boundaries. And I think that's always an ongoing challenge, um, or something to bring awareness to is like, where is your energy and your time going? Because that's my greatest commodity. And I'm becoming more aware of how important it is to, um, you know, have boundaries around those areas. But I will also, I like to remind my clients when I'm working them with them is that we, whatever we prioritize, we make time for. So if prioritizing, you know, three hours watching Netflix at night is your priority, that's fine. Like, again, I'm not going to judge you, but then don't come to me and say that you don't have time to make you know, a healthy food for your family or prioritize yourself and, you know, get some movement in or whatever that is for you or, or do a bit of that side hustle, something that you're really passionate about on the side, because we, there is always time for what we want to prioritize when we really look at where our time and energy is going. So I think for me, the biggest things in my own life is like, I need to have a plan. Like I'm all into, I need some flexibility, obviously, like that's just life, but having a plan and knowing where my time and energy is going is really important. And then sticking to the plan, like following through on the things I said I was going to do. Again, I think prioritizing your health is the most important, one of the most valuable things you'll ever do because the way you nourish your body is going to affect your energy and your vitality and how you show up each day. So creating some healthy habits and kind of stacking those throughout your day is really important. You know, get your family involved. I'm getting better at this. And maybe it's because we've all been home together for so long, but a lot of the tasks around the house and the things I was taking on, I'm now asking my family to help out. They are more than capable. My kids are still pretty young, but they're more than capable. And that frees up a lot more time and energy for me. I would say, have grace. (laughs) You know, not every day is going to be perfect. There is no such thing as perfect. If you can ask for help, ask for help. If you can hire help, do it, you know, and maybe hiring help is going to look different for everyone. If you're able to do that or, or get creative with some moms like that you love. And maybe you could share once again, we can all hang out again, but maybe it's childcare, like sharing some time with that so that you can have some time for yourself or, whatever it is that you need to bring energy into, there are ways to get creative to do it. I think again, communicating properly is essential for me. Like the minute I start keeping everything inside, I feel really overwhelmed and start trying to do everything myself. And then it's a schmoz. Mm -hmm. So proper communication with your partner or the people you work with or your friends or whatever it is. Like, I think just not layering that stuff inside for me is really, really important. Um, what else I would say, be realistic in your expectations of what you put on yourself. I mean, I love a good list. I love a good list, but I was realizing I was feeling every day at the end of the day before I'm going to bed that I still didn't accomplish or do enough, which ultimately then shows us that we feel like we're not doing enough or not showing up enough. Um, so for me, I'm just trying to be more realistic in the expectations I'm doing, you know, things around the house, things with my kids, things in my work. Um, because when I don't do that the right way, overwhelm sets in. And again, you know, I just try to keep perspective now on what's important. You know, what am I going to look back at at the end of my life? Like what legacy am I living out right now? Like, what am I showing my kids? So for me, that's where a lot of this pivot and just like 
focusing on what's essential right now has been really refreshing because I think we could all take a little bit of time to do that and really focus in on what's important so that we can show up in this world in the way that we want to. Yeah, I love all of that. And two things that popped into my head when you were saying that. The first was when you're talking about the to-do list, something I found, I think it was off Jenna Kutcher's podcast or I read it somewhere, but what's your big three? Like the three things that you want to get done today. Instead of having this big ass list of things that you're never going to get all done, like it's not going to happen. At the end of the day, what are the three things that you want? Yes. And I totally do that too. I do three things for my personal life and I do three things for work and I am not allowed to go to the other items on my list. If I have extras that unless I've got those things done. And if you're like me too, right? Some of those lists, like you just carry things over to the next list. You're like, Oh, maybe tomorrow, maybe tomorrow. Errands, errands and like picking things up. Oh my gosh. Or even just the things you can actually do. Like if you can do it today, just do it. Like, or if, if it's, if it's, doesn't take, it takes a little longer to write it on your to-do list. Just pick up the phone and make the call, you know? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, you know, I sometimes say to my husband, I'm like, I think you've spent more time avoiding that than it would take to actually do it. And we both do it, but it's nice to like call each other out and be like, just freaking do it. <laughs> exactly. I think, yeah, realistic expectations on ourselves. And it just is so much better for everyone in your household when you're more realistic about those things. Agreed. Agreed. All right. So before we wrap up, Natasha, tell us about what you've got going on to help women thrive. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, thrive has been a word that has really just been on my heart over the last seven years. And again, it's my belief that we can all prioritize ourselves a little bit more. This world needs you and your gifts. And I love showing women how to do that. So I have a membership space. Um, it's currently, there's a wait list for it and we're going to reopen it here shortly. Um, but you know, my desire is just to give women the tools, the resources, the coaching so that they can look after themselves and their family, bring more health inside and really live their life with more intention and purpose. So I love supporting women in that area. Health coaching, I still do that once in a while. I just love getting groups of women together and, you know, supporting each other. It's just really on my heart to lift women up. So you can find me. I love sharing all these like health tips and hacks and tricks over on my social media and my blog. So I'd love to connect with some of you there. Well, thank you so much, Natasha. I think this is going to be of huge value for, I think it doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur, it doesn't matter what you have going on in your life because everyone has all the things going on in their life, right? Like there's so many things happening in all of our lives right now. And yeah, it's about prioritizing yourself, keeping priorities, setting those boundaries. And yeah, definitely thank you for all the value you're bringing to my people. Thank you so much for having me, Jamie. All right. And I'm going to link all of your links and everything about Natasha Little Ice Tribe and all of that in the show notes below. So definitely, guys, be sure to check her out. Okay, guys, if you like this podcast, please do me a little favor. Take a second and subscribe on iTunes and then screenshot this podcast. Give it a share in social media and tell your friends what you think. And hey, don't forget to tag me so that I can thank you for helping me spread the word. Thanks so much. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you.